0: Welcome to this week's edition of Leading the Way, powered by the Institute for Corporate Productivity, influential people, high-performing organizations, creating a culture of success. And now your hosts, Scott
1: Murray and Angel Carlton. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to yet another edition of Leading the Way, where each and every week, along with our presenting partner, I4CP, the Institute for Corporate Productivity, we introduce to you yet another one of the great leaders or CEOs of the... Corporate world and the nonprofit world, who understand the importance of innovation and collaboration, strategy and diversity, agility and talent, leadership and culture, and maybe most importantly, my co host, Angel Carlton, a director with I4CP. Welcome, my friend. How well, you doing? Hello,
0: Scott. Doing well. How are you doing?
1: Good, good, good. Most excited about what we're oh, today. Oh, my
0: gosh. Very excited about today's guest. But uh, first, let me tell you a little bit about I4CP for, for those it. of you uh, tuning in for the first time. I4CP, the Institute for Corporate Productivity, is a research and advisory firm that discovers the next practices in human capital. Our member organizations, they rely on us to ensure that their efforts will make the greatest impact on the business Today in the bottom line in the future. Through our superior research, our peer connections and collaborations, the tools that we provide, the data that we provide, we also provide insights that help organizations better anticipate, adapt, and act in a constantly changing business environment. So I invite you to visit our website at I4CP.com to learn more.
1: Busy lady, busy company.
0: Mm-hmm. We are very busy. Always uh, looking for uh, looking around the curve to see what's next in yep, the in next the corporate best world. Thing, right? Absolutely, it's really exciting.
1: Well, I tell you what, we made note of the fact that we're uh, really excited about today's guest because today we're going to be joined by a woman that became a household name back in the '80s and the '90s when she appeared in a record 13 consecutive Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I, I think I might have. <laughs> certainly every SI uh, reader back in the 80s <laughs> certainly knows who I'm talking about. California-born supermodel and actress would soon become both an author and one of the world-renowned entrepreneurs that we've all come to know. As a matter of fact, exactly 20 for years ago, she founded a brand marketing company entitled Kathy Ireland Worldwide which has made her one of the wealthiest and most influential women in the entire world. That's no exaggeration. Now, as a result of her career as an incredibly successful businesswoman, her personal fortune is now in the hundreds of millions, while products bearing her company's brand are in the billions. That's right, with a B. British Vogue, as a matter of fact, called her the world's richest model. So incredible. The superlatives go on and yeah. on, Angel. It's, yes. it's almost like your bio. Yeah. Almost <laughs> was the key keyword in <laughs> My
0: bio. All right. <laughs> well, as a result of all that unbelievable success, Kathy Ireland has grown to become one of the most world's most valuable global licensors, ranked as the 25th most powerful
1: brand globally. So on the planet, yeah. She's number 25 of everybody else, even major corporations in what we've come to know. Yeah. Unbelievable. Incredible online yeah, o- uh, empire.
0: And, and since its foundation, Kathy Ireland Worldwide has expanded into many different categories of products. You need to go check it out, uh, kathyireland.com, and check out the products. Home furnishings, fashion apparel. Wedding products, fine jewelry, baby, children, toys, books, publishing, pet care, crafts, gifts, and even destination resorts, wedding destinations and resorts. And uh, just incredible, the the different variety that's on that website. And so even though most of us remember her from her numerous appearances on Sports Illustrated, as, as you mentioned, Scott, she became so much more than a supermodel, gracing the covers of... Magazines such as Vogue and Cosmo and Forbes and Mademoiselle and uh, just not so much as a model, but I love that she's being recognized now as this world-renowned entrepreneur, power woman, CEO.
1: Yeah, I'm about to think about it. I remember when she came out in the '80s, and here was this lovely, lovely, very active and just very kind. She, her, just her whole personality came across as somebody you'd like to, you'd like to meet and, and uh, get to know a little better. And so she's on the, the cover of the swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated. You know, and I'm just a, a punk young kid, and I go, wow, is this too cool? Is yeah. she ever cute? And this is really neat. But here she is on Forbes magazine. I mean, you know, this is the supermodel, which she was great at, what she did, but you had no idea where she was going to end up here today in, in 2018.
0: Oh, and still just as beautiful. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, and, and how about this, Angel? Talk about well known entrepreneurs and CEOs that you just made note of. Recognize the names Warren Buffett and Bill Gates? Mm-hmm. At the advice of Mr. Buffett, listen to this, who has become a dear friend and mentor to Kathy. She entered into the home furnishings business that you alluded to just a moment ago with Kathy Ireland Worldwide, quoting Buffett. Fashion and apparel is consistently changing, but in home, it's more consistent. End of quote. And to this day, Warren Buffett opens each of his Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meetings with Kathy Ireland and some guy named Bill Gates alongside. (laughs) Is that pretty good company or what? Very interesting. Yes, very interesting. Very much so.
0: Yeah, and here in the 21st century, Kathy has started designing wedding dresses and social occasion gowns. She launched her line of wedding gowns by presenting a runway fashion show at the Festival of Brides held in Disneyland in 2012. I love that. What a great place to, to host that type of For event. For sure. She also designed a collection of jewelry inspired by her dear friend, the late Elizabeth Taylor. She... Welcomed uh, Elizabeth's dogs, Gracie and Delilah, into her home. Oh, love that. And uh, yeah, you're uh, really identifying. Yeah, that, wow, you? that's special. That's like yeah. taking family into your home. And inspirations for uh, for the for this collection of pet came from. And then she launched a collection of uh, pet products called Loved Ones, which includes furniture, dog furniture, bowls, collars, toys, and luxury bedding. Is Check there anything out.
1: she hasn't touched? I mean, my no, gosh. No. Every vertical you can possibly anything think you, about you that pos- we live with every single day. Absolutely. Above and beyond. Well, I tell you what, uh, drum roll, please, because, well, that was not too bad, but uh, <laughs> we'll keep that to the musicians. Thank you very much. But coming up next here on Leading the Way, the iconic Kathy Ireland will be our special guest. So don't you go away. Leading the Way. It's about influential leaders and the business practices leading companies use to impact market performance. That's what the Institute for Corporate Productivity, or I4CP, does on a daily basis. We work with leading companies, from Amazon to Boeing, and REI to 3M, to not only discover the best people practices of high-performance organizations, but the next practices, those that will define market leadership in the years ahead senior hr learning talent and diversity executives from many of the most respected companies in the world rely on i4cp to ensure that their efforts will make the greatest impact on the business after all it's difficult to stay ahead by only looking behind i4cp's focus on next practices is what today's top companies rely on to lead the way i4cp institute for corporate productivity leading the way Every single day. KLIF News and Information.
2: Still at 570 a.m. And also at 96.3 HD2. And now back to Leading the
0: Way. Powered by the Institute for Corporate Productivity. Here's Scott Murray and Angel Carlton.
1: Welcome back to Leading the Way. Great to have you along. Scott Murray along with Angel Carlton. And as we shared with you in our opening segment, we are most excited today to introduce to you and be joined by one of the most iconic women on the planet. We did a charity event together here in Dallas, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area earlier this year, but I will never forget the first time that I met Kathy Ireland. It was back in 1989. She had appeared on the cover of the Sports Illustrated 50th Anniversary Magazine issue, which, by the way, I might add, was awarded by its publisher, and I quote, the greatest Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover of all time. How's that? Pretty impressive. (laughs) Well, crazy as it might sound, I still have that magazine and a picture of Kathy and I that I framed, and it's in my study. And that's, I mean, that's, gosh, that's uh, close to 30 years ago. And over the years since I first met her, she is just as lovely and benevolent and focused and generous as anyone could ever be. So we are both delighted to welcome the one, the only, Kathy Ireland. How's that for an introduction? are you hey, there scott. kathy
3: hi Angel. Hi, yes. welcome wow. <laughs>
1: well are you
3: angel thank you and scott thank you it's so great to talk with you again
1: no you're you're most welcome are you having a, a busy summer is it uh, is it a good summer thus far
3: it's a wonderful summer it's full we've got our family everybody together and uh it's great very grateful
1: Well, that's fantastic. Well, as you well know, we told you uh, just prior to the show that we do a little something called the lightning round. These are five questions with quick questions, quick answers, just about who you are and what you're all about. Just about everybody, I'm sure, that's listening knows who Kathy Ireland is. But it's kind of your journey to success and all the wonderful things that you've been a part of and how it all started umpteen years ago. So the first question is that we've got is what was your first job and what did you learn from it?
3: sold painted rocks for my wagon four years old did this with my sister Mary who was a more mature more established artist she sold hers for a dime mine were a nickel <laughs> and uh, I, I, I thought that I could have marketed mine buy one get one free of mine but felt that that would be unfair working with my sister and something <laughs> yeah. I learned is that customers appreciated a value and although I didn't use the buy one get one free that was my first marketing concept
1: so well i tell you what that's yeah that's an incredible lesson you earned or learned at a very early age and boy has it ever paid off in your lifetime good for you
3: yeah
0: we would we definitely want to hear more about that entrepreneurial spirit later in the interview uh but first uh the next question in our lightning round kathy is who are your top two mentors in life and how did they have an influence on you
3: Oh, not fair to just have two at uh, the, the top two. Definitely mom and dad. Mom did so many jobs from being an Avon lady, a house cleaner, babysitter. I always knew I could do anything. I saw mom do anything and everything with such grace. Dad. Uh, worked with uh, labor unions and farm workers, and he always taught me to under-promise and over-deliver. If we're expanding beyond uh, mom and dad, it would be Herb Blumpkin, Warren Buffett, Elizabeth Taylor, Julie Campbell, the editor of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Julie put the magazine on the trajectory of success, and I watched her navigate business as a successful and strong woman.
1: Fantastic. Wow. Fantastic. Powerful. Boy, Powerful. Is that, is, is that yeah. a pretty good lineup I mean, how I many people what?
0: can have that kind of lineup <laughs> in their mentorship? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <That's> Unbelievable.
1: <awesome. laughs> All right. Here's question three in our lightning round, Kathy. What has been the most significant experience or turning point in your incredible professional career in developing your skills as the leader that you've become worldwide? Uh,
3: the, the Kmart bankruptcy professionally and personally, it would be finding my faith in the Book of Matthew at the age of eighteen.
1: I like that. Uh, well, short and that's... sweet and to the point. I love that. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go read that. Very impressive. Very impressive.
0: Yeah, and I know that uh, faith is the foundation of of everything you do, and uh, and that in itself is so inspiring. And it and sure is. Yeah, would love to hear more more about that as well. Well, Kathy, knowing where you've come from and and where you are now, what what is the best advice you'd give someone in the next generation, maybe a young professional stepping into your shoes?
3: Uh, Angel, I would say integrity, treat others more important than yourself. Punctuality is not a talent. If you're exactly on time, you're late, be entrepreneurial no matter what you're doing. I mean, from sweeping floors to dumping trash, I've done both. Never seek an easy way forward. Easy is unbelievably expensive. Mm -hmm. And if you love the work, the money will follow. But if you seek only money, you may never find it. And if money is your only goal, you may be willing to compromise in ways that you shouldn't. So know your boundaries because they will be challenged.
1: Great Mm -hmm. advice that has certainly served you well. I love that. All right, here's our final question in our lightning round, Kathy. The legacy that will best define your life, what comes to mind?
3: Oh, Scott, it is too soon to presume I'll have a legacy outside of my family and loved ones. My goal would be, and this is borrowed, I hope I made a little difference.
1: Well, let me tell you something. Your legacy continues every single day, and you've already done that umpteen times over and over. I've seen it with my own two eyes, front and center. So just keep it up. You're you're making it happen. All right, that's our, uh, that's our lightning round, Kathy. Let's move on with uh, some of our questions. Angie, you want to get us started?
0: Yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. Kathy, you've been described as Forbes magazine as uh, a trailblazer. That's how Forbes describes you, and we've learned that... Your entrepreneurial spirit was a part of you since you were a little girl, as you explained, when you sold painted stones with your sister door to door. Love that story. For women who may or or may not have had that drive when they were young, what would you say are the top three characteristics that someone might possess in order to be a successful woman entrepreneur in today's world?
3: Oh, I mean, the, the skill sets are the same regardless of gender, but as, as women, we tend to be cooperative even when it's not in our best interest. As they refuse to let anyone else define you. Always show up. And we all have messy, awkward, painful things going on in our lives. Don't bring them to work. Strive each day to give more than is expected know what's expected so you can exceed that and whether it's appreciated or not be the hardest working member of whatever team you're on and that will make you stronger and and benefit you greatly Uh, Vince Lombardi said winning isn't a sometimes thing it's an all the time thing you don't win once in a while winning is a habit unfortunately so is losing Uh, and, and I love that it's powerful and We must not let our failures define us as failed. I I have too many failures to, to talk about. We need to know the difference, and I hope to not repeat them, not to have the same failure twice, but to learn from each one. And we need to know the difference between failure and failed and not let failure define us.
1: Great answer. Oh, that's a super answer, Kathy. I love that. And I love the way you worked in the uh, the sports thing. My 32 years as a sports anchor, and you, you worked in the name Vince Lombardi. Very nice. <laughs> that was great.
3: Yeah, he's very, oh, thank you. He's inspirational. Right, well, with, with our team at work, um, you know, we're a very diverse team. And we're competitive, but you, you don't win when you cheat. We, you know, we, we play hard, we play fair, but I love the idea of bringing different skill sets together, different strengths, all working towards a common goal, and that's powerful.
1: Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. Of course, we all know you uh, as a supermodel, as a superstar. Sports Illustrated back when it all began in the, in the 80s as, a, as the model that you were, but... What would you say now moving forward after all these incredible years and all that you now have continued to do and show us what a rock star you are, what's been the biggest challenge for you as a woman entrepreneur? And have you overcome challenges when you've been able to to deal with them and you've been faced with them? You say, you know what, I'm going to be able to take care of this. What comes to mind? I think
3: the biggest challenge is the misconception that the modeling career was the genesis of a successful business. In the world of business, it's it's littered with celebrity business failures. And I've never had the advantage of significant celebrity. The the doors opened from modeling, those were ones of curiosity. And it took many years for people to take our company seriously. And because of the, the fashion background, there are still people who reject us without understanding us. And the best advice I have is to keep fighting Uh, the win It's just around the corner, no matter how long it takes. So I encourage people not to, not to give up, to learn, to listen and, and keep fighting.
0: Wow. That's some great advice. And, uh, we can all relate to those challenges in some way, shape or form in our own lives. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, as a leader in the business world and a role model in so many ways, it's not a surprise that many people would want to follow in your footsteps uh, now that they see what a success that you've become and have been. So how do you identify leaders uh, within your or- own organization and how do you develop them?
3: Well, thank you for that. And, and it's, it's easy because the people people who do more than is expected, I mean, that's, that's what we look for. My dad taught if the customer, when I had a paper out, he said if the customer expects the newspaper on the driveway, put it on the front porch. I pay close attention to people who take the least important seat at the table and work without ego. The best ideas win innovation, creativity, tenacity, loyalty. And when those character traits are present, that person is going to move forward in our company. And the world
0: mm-hmm Wow great stuff for sure for sure well let and me it kind can, of
3: and, and it, it can be overly you know we can miss it sometimes sometimes it's, um, it's often times those come in unexpected places and it is such a change over those traits and people and develop them well yeah.
0: so do you uh, have a mentor program at at Oregon where you develop them and prime them for succession
3: about mentoring, something that our team continually does, is done from the beginning, and it's extended on to other areas. In the world, we have a, a mentoring program with single moms, um, and it's, it's, it's a joy, something that we really believe in.
1: Well, that's interesting, because when you talk about mentoring, Kathy, whether as a, as, you know, the, the single mom, the, the, the people that would like to follow in your footsteps, whether it's young men or young women, finally hitting the uh, the adult world and uh, what it's all about, let me move on then and ask you this question. We've learned already that values and certainly culture are very important to you, and it's also very important that the culture of the organizations that you partner with and align with share those same values. So here's my question. How would you describe the culture at Kathy Ireland Worldwide and all you continue to do and why culture and values really continue to be so important? It's really number one, isn't it?
3: It really is, in my personal life and professionally. And I think there might be some misunderstanding uh, about that. My faith is the essential foundation for everything I personally do. And I could not define our company in that way, or we'd be a, a nonprofit. We'd be a church rather than a business. We have people of all different faiths. We have people with no faith at all. But the culture of kindness... And wanting to win without deception is critical. You don't win when you cheat. That's a steal. And you diminish the victory and yourself by attempting that kind of behavior. And, and, and people are shocked at the basic manners taught by our parents uh, still in place at Capiara One Worldwide. Please, thank you. You're welcome. It goes a long way in a world of social media and texting. So it's, it's do the work with passion and courtesy. We look for partners who share those values. Human rights are critical from the office to the loading dock. No human being is more important than another. And it's, it's remember the dignity that everyone deserves and give it to them. And And that's what really is what our culture is about, and that's what we expect.
0: Mm, sounds like an awesome place to work.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really does. Do you, have, have you got a couple mm-hmm. openings for uh, for Scott and Angel, <laughs> Kathy?
3: <laughs> you know, well, for Scott and Angel, you you are amazing. I love our team, and many of us we've been together for twenty nine years, and it's family. And then we've got our our millennials and our Gen Z who were not born when we started, and it's it is. I never had. Uh, a family business, but today we do have a business family, and I believe when you treat the people you work with the way you want your family members treated, there's no limit to what you can accomplish together, well, and isn't that the truth? very enjoyable.
1: Yeah, isn't that yeah. the truth? Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got about one minute before we have to take a break, so you want to get one yeah. more quick question Well, I'm
0: curious in? to know, how many employees do you have at your organization? We've
3: got uh, 160, and uh, it's then it goes beyond because we have different segments of our business around the world. So if we're going to extend it, it goes on beyond that. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful team of people, and, um, and they, they truly are family.
1: Mm-hmm. One-time supermodel, superstar, entrepreneur, iconic CEO. You can call her what you want. It's above and beyond. Our good friend Kathy Ireland, our special guest, will be back with uh, more from Kathy right after this brief timeout. Looking for a great video to preserve your family's legacy? Maybe a video that promotes your business or company for Internet or promotional use. Seems just about everyone nowadays thinks they can create videos of their choice simply by pushing a button on their iPad or their smartphone. For capturing an everyday moment, hey, that's just fine. But if you want a professionally produced high definition video of cutting edge technology, then call us today at Murray Media. Whether live production or special event, look no further than the Emmy award winning team at Murray Media. From creation to capturing to editing to conclusion, Murray Media can get it done. From corporate to industrial to nonprofit videos and special events television programs, TV commercials, website videos for both professional and personal use. Simply visit our website at murraymedia.net. That's Murray Media, always poised to video your world.
2: Two great signals, one great way to keep up with what's happening in your world. KLIF News and Information, 570 AM and 96.3 HD2. And now, back to Scott Murray and
0: Angel Carlton and Leading the Way, powered by the Institute for Corporate Productivity.
1: Welcome back to Leading the Way. Our special guest, Kathy Ireland, along with yours truly, Scott Murray and Angel Carlton. And I'll tell you what, why don't you go ahead and kick it sure. off and get things rolling yeah. with Kathy. Well,
0: we were just talking about the culture at the organization and in the workplace, and we know... Uh, according to studies that the workplace and change is doubling every year. And uh, we know that the generation coming into the workforce has a lot to do with that. What are some changes that you're seeing or how are the young people impacting your business? And and maybe you have some advice to share with others on how to adapt to that
3: younger talent.
0: Anything come to mind?
3: Well, hiring millennials and Gen Zers when possible, uh, as challenging as that is, Baby boomers, you know, trying to understand millennial and and Gen Z behavior is is abstract. We have the millennial team, and they truly have empowered roles. And, And that makes us very competitive. They learn from us. We learn from them. And then we go out the door as one solid winning team. We're after, you know, Scott, you love sports. We're after Super Bowl every day. And, um, you know, and again, we just never had that, that family business, but we are a business family and being able to, to learn from one another is critical.
1: Mm-hmm. That really is. Yeah. And I tell you what, when you talk about business, we've seen so many changes in the business world. And according to research that we have, change is doubling every single year. So here's my question to you, Kathy, what are some ways you are staying agile and in this, in this marketplace the way it is here in the year 2018 and preparing your employees for today's rapidly changing world
3: well it's it goes to our, our millennial team and having advisors of every age understanding social media and understanding our customers and the changing ways that they want to be reached it's um it is never stagnant it's always growing and changing and so i think really you know having having our our eyes on the firmly on the horizon our ear to the ground listening uh being engaged with our customers um we started our brand grassroots and and really that's how we continue staying connected it's um it's really on an individualized basis, not an institutionalized one. Really knowing our customer, anticipating what uh, she and he are going to want even before they they may recognize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking and have, of and having having advisors of every age, also. I mean, we have um, you know from nineteen to mid nineties. Um, that's our team.
0: Oh, cool! <laughs> Love that diversity. <laughs> That's awesome. And and speaking of social media and how important role that plays in business today, we've heard you say, quote, in this media-driven world, businesses have two choices, be proactive or reactive, no in-between, end quote. You've built an online empire and have been very proactive with technology and the media alike. Can you tell us more about your thoughts on this and, and maybe share a couple tips for those business leaders who may be listening, uh, who might be struggling with the social media because it really could make or break you
3: right well you, you must participate in social media you must if you're not able to do it if you can't afford to hire hire someone barter um but you've got to get on board because it's happened grandma grandma i'm a young woman i love has built her career with with brilliant beauty and and has brought her talents to millions in social media and actually gratefully criticizes when we're not getting it right. I'm so grateful for that. There's, there's so many platforms, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just, just start doing it and, and making it part of your daily life.
0: Yes. Yeah. And that's so true. And it's an opportunity to connect with the customers. That's that's one and, and to advantage learn, to
3: learn from them. They're they're very direct and they become advocates for you. So it's it's a wonderful uh, way to to really know instantaneously if you're getting it right or not.
1: Right. All right. I tell you what. We have uh, we have thrown the accolades your way good reason throughout the day, and we talked about Sports Illustrated, but as we mentioned earlier, so many other uh, magazines you've been on the cover of, you know, from Cosmopolitan to to uh, you know, you, you, you talk Michelle, about, yeah, yeah, Vogue. And, and, and Forbes. <laughs> yep. I mean, my gosh, yeah. what's a supermodel doing on Forbes? Because she's Kathy Ireland. So let me refer to you in this respect. You have literally quite brilliantly rebranded yourself. From that world-renowned supermodel that we were introduced to back in the 80s to this highly successful, well-respected businesswoman that you are today, still making magazine covers, as, as we both just mentioned, but maybe with a little different purpose. So how have you successfully aligned your personal brand with the customer experience? I mean you've just continued to do that so well you have branded we never heard the word brand uh you know in the twentieth century but here in the twenty first century it's what everybody talks about get the brand and get it right and boy, have you ever done that how How did that all come to fruition uh,
3: th- thank you so much I, I, it's a great question and i'll I'll answer it with a story the the Publisher of Forbes wrote to our company recently to say how well aligned our our purchasing experience was with what customers are seeking today. They purchased lighting, and, uh, and and love the, the online presentation, the delivery, the packaging. Uh, we we frequently buy our own product online just to be certain that the experience is what it needs to be, and quite often changes must be made. But the customer doesn't care about My personal experience, they care about their own. I have to get it right. Our customer is wonderfully demanding, and I love that because it causes us to raise our bar and get it right. But we've got to get it right. For the people that invest their time and their money in our brand, it's about pleasing customers every day. Uh, That's my boss, and that's who I'm in service to, and and I'm grateful. And I don't take... um, I don't take that lightly uh every day I audition for my job, and i I'm extremely grateful and uh, and I love the challenge of always growing, learning and seeking to get better. Mm,
0: gosh, I love that every day I audition for my job that that makes you just excel at what you're doing every single day that's uh That's fantastic advice and uh and I gosh, just been on your website incredible incredible products yeah let's share oh can we
1: share your website with our listeners uh kathy
3: sure uh, kathy ireland, kathy
1: yeah kathy Ireland worldwide dot com it's it's simple folks kathy with a k kathy ireland worldwide dot com yeah check it out folks it's something
0: yeah. Great, uh, great uh, products, lineup, very classy, elegant, affordable, (laughs) really cool. All the above. Everything that we explained in the first segment. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, I have a question for you. You've been a part of so many things. What an incredible journey you've had, Kathy. What is next for Kathy Ireland? What is on your bucket
3: list? Oh, there's so much. Um, Angel, I feel like... I feel like we're just getting started and that there is so much to accomplish. I feel to be exposed to needs that are bigger than me and opportunities that are bigger than me. And something that's exciting is our Millennium Development Goals. I've worked with the UN on their eight Millennium Goals, everything from eradicating poverty, hunger, to supporting education. Our company has added two additional ones and we're expanding. It's um, supporting our military veterans and the fight on human trafficking. So everyone who partners with our company, we, our first vetting process is asking them to support one of these goals. It's not a monetary amount, although we encourage that and our, our teams uh, participate in that. But it's, it, it can be time, it can be volunteer, it can be social media, choosing one. Once in a while, we'll get someone who's not interested in anything, and we just know we're a better fit as acquaintances than, than business partners. But when, when we're able to connect with people around the world um, for business, and we recognize that in success, these nonprofits are going to be impacted powerfully and wonderfully. That's exciting. And that gets our team up in the morning. And we recognize we have a lot of work ahead of us, a lot to accomplish.
1: Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, it really does. Well, I
0: love the, the, that partnership. Every partnership you have has meaning. Yeah, yeah, it is. purpose.
1: And if you spend any amount of time around Kathy, it, it, it's contagious. You yeah. just kind of feel, oh, man, this is great. Let's get up. Let's do it. Yeah, it really is. It's exciting. Inspiring. How about free time? Free time, as we get ready to wrap things up, we're heading down the home stretch here, Kathy. We've talked about all that you do entrepreneurially, but I just, you know, the ultimate vacation. I mean, you can do anything you want on the face of the earth, and I just wondered, do, do you, is it spend time with family? Is it go off in, into a remote island someplace on the other side of the world? What, uh, if, if you could do anything, what might it be? Just the ultimate vacation. Anything come to mind?
3: Uh, I, I love being with family. That's my yep. my first and foremost. I love that, and I love I love traveling. I love meeting people. I love experiencing different cultures. I love going into developing countries. We just got back from a place called Pandytown in Honduras, the place our family's been traveling to for the last decade. We love it there, and uh, you know I love I a lot of people enjoy the great outdoors surfing hiking biking being active and being in
1: this country you're just so focused on things so i've got two more quick questions and first of all if you first of all when when you like to catch your thing about this crazy world that we all live in what might it be i kind of put you on the spot when i ask you that question Mm -hmm. because there's a million things that i'm sure but if we could change one thing anything come to mind that you had the well, the,
3: I, I think I think if we would treat others as we would like to be treated, and I
1: knew you were going to say that
3: as more important than ourselves, I, I think that would that would really take care of it
1: I asked that question because that
3: would go a long way, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I asked that question because I knew that 's what she was going to say. I just knew that you you know be kind to others, yeah, be respectful of one another, all right, so my last question, the takeaway message for all that we 've shared with our listeners today, and i 'm sure they 've all been most. Uh, Just uh, enamored by everything that you've shared with us all, whether it was business, whether it was your life, just everything that you do. Um, What's the message that you would like us to remember about our our special time here with Kathy Ireland?
3: Well, thank you so much. I've so enjoyed talking with with both of you. And if I could leave um, your audience with anything, I would say take the time to know what your values are know what your values are and have conviction. Know what what, what what are your priorities? Why do you believe what you believe? Put boundaries in place to protect them because they will be challenged and it's just how life is. And so, so know that, take the time to do that. I mean, for me, it's my faith, it's my family, and then it's being in service to people through our work. The minute those priorities are out of order, I'm a disaster, and I'm not effective at anything. Coping skills are out the window. So so I encourage everyone to to really take the time to, to figure that out if, if you haven't already done that.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, the advice goes on and on, and we, we're like a couple of uh, you know blabbering idiots here, the way we've just uh, fallen in love with everything you said, had to share. But like I said, I met you over 30 years ago, and from that time to, to, to the present. What you do and what you've done with your life and how you continue to help others is just above and beyond. We all could learn. You need to write a book, you know, a book about some of the things we've shared today. You're really, uh, it's, it's, you're spot on, Kathy. And I can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us today. Kathy Ireland That is her web, Kathy Ireland Worldwide.com. Supermodel. And, and the, we go, you, you, you can reach it without
3: the worldwide. KathyIreland.com. Oh, okay.
1: Great. Awesome. KathyIreland.com. Good deal, good deal. A shortened version Easy. to the point. From supermodel <laughs> to iconic entrepreneur. Thank you, my friend, for for taking this time. The rest of uh, the the rest of the day. Continued success. The rest of the year. And we can't thank you enough for being a part of our program.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, Kathy. So inspiring. Uh,
3: thank you, Scott and Angel. Thank you so much.
1: All I right, you. best of luck the rest of the year, and we're going to be back with more of Lead in the Way right after this.
3: What are
0: best practices? Are they what set you apart from your competition? Or are they simply what most companies do to stay in the race? At the Institute for Corporate Productivity, or I4CP, we focus on next practices. And that focus is what today's high performance organizations rely on to lead the way. Next practices are tactics and strategies that our research has discovered have a great impact on market performance But that few companies are using. They are what will define market leadership in the years ahead. I4CP helps you see around the curve so your company can adapt and take advantage of emerging trends in the ever evolving world of human capital. We want you to lead the way. So join our team, I4CP, Institute for Corporate Productivity, leading the way.
1: Leading the way. It's about influential leaders and the business practices leading companies use to impact market performance. That's what the Institute for Corporate Productivity, or I4CP, does on a daily basis. We work with leading companies, from Amazon to Boeing, and REI to 3M, to not only discover the best people practices of high-performance organizations, but the next practices, those that will define market leadership in the years ahead senior hr learning talent and diversity executives from many of the most respected companies in the world rely on i4cp to ensure that their efforts will make the greatest impact on the business after all it's difficult to stay ahead by only looking behind i4cp's focus on next practices is what today's top companies rely on to lead the way i4cp institute for corporate productivity leading the way every single day
2: 570 a.m. 96.3 HD 2 that's where you'll find us news and information KLIF welcome back to leading the way
0: here are your hosts Scott Murray and Angel Carlton and we're back with leading the way Welcome back! Welcome back. We have been talking with Kathy Ireland, yes, the Kathy Ireland, the supermodel and mega entrepreneur. It's been an exciting conversation, hasn't it, Scott?
1: Well, I tell you what, I sounded a little over the top when I was. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, you know, okay, lighten up. But I remember just as a kid, for Pete's sake, and the covers of uh, Sports Illustrated, yeah, and and just seeing her on that, and 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 then I've come to know her over the years, and we did a couple of events earlier this year in the Dallas Fort Worth area to raise money for charity, and she just she's just so calm and just so focused. It's really a uh... It's so different than than so many other people you see at her level yeah. on a day-to-day basis. So good for her, and I'm I'm just delighted with her uh, her continued success. So I hope that will you know hopefully that was uh, not helpful necessarily, but just uh, enlightening to people that got a chance to see another side of her, not just the swimsuit issue from from 30 years ago.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I've got a.
1: I, I we welcome our good friend, the CEO of i uh, 4 I4CP, Kevin Oakes, because uh, I I, I want to ask him uh, yes. <laughs> what he think. Do you remember the, the swimsuit issue? And if he says no, he's lying to you, I'm sure, huh?
2: <laughs> you know I do, Scott. I already told you that. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember it well. <laughs> no,
1: no problem. No problem. Well, I tell you what, I, I'm going to turn it over to uh, Angel so we can get going with our Insight segment. Take it away, my friend.
0: Oh, yes. Hey, Kevin. Good to hear your voice.
2: Good to hear yours, Angel. Yeah. And Before we get started, I... Uh I was taken by how many times Kathy said thank you uh, yes. to both of you. <laughs> so uh and it made me think, you know what? I probably don't say that enough to the two of you, so I want to say thank you as well. You well, guys did a great uh... interview and you know, I've been doing that for a long time. You know, and thank
1: that's you. yeah. Well, you're more than welcome, and thank you uh, for the opportunity. But I, it, she is like that, and that's what I say. You don't want to go over the top with the the just the accolades that you put her way. But she is just like that. She's just such a lady. It's very it's, classy. It, oh, very. Yeah. It's above and beyond. You have Class no act. idea. You have no idea. Yeah,
0: and, and she's living and uh, breathing that culture of kindness that she spoke about by saying, please, thank you, you're welcome, and creating a very polite uh, workforce. I mean, that's just the impression that I get. It gr- just a great leadership attitude. I love uh, every every day I audition for my job. I just thought that was cool, Kevin. What did, what did you think about Kathy?
2: Oh, I thought she was fantastic, and it's clear to – uh, to me, that the culture she described is um, very accurate just because I think she is the leader is living that and she's embodying the culture she wants in the organization. So uh, I was um, very, very impressed with how she just approaches business, approaches life and uh, and her positive attitude. You, you just can't say enough about having a positive attitude and a, you know, a healthy outlook on
1: life. Oh, I totally, totally agree, Kevin, and and I know you heard her talk about her her entrepreneurial spirit and her many accomplishments as a as a woman entrepreneur. What are some things that companies today might be practicing to leverage or maybe even develop their entrepreneurial minded employees? What comes to mind in that?
2: Well, you know, we've um, on, on the show before talked about uh, agility and how important that is, and you even mentioned that to her as well. One of the things we found in our research, Scott, is companies that develop a workforce that uh, not only doesn't fear change, but really embraces change and tries to take advantage of change, uh, those are the most successful companies out there. And that's really what entrepreneurs, uh, you know, how they view life. They look at things as opportunities. Um, they're never scared of things that change. In fact, they thrive on that. They really look for uh, and try to induce change. And uh, I think that's what, um, you know, she has, that, she has that mindset and that's what she's tried to induce uh, in, in her company. But more importantly, I see large organizations, they're really trying to put more time and effort into entrepreneurship programs. So those bright young people, uh, they don't have to be young, just bright people inside their organizations that have good ideas, they want to keep those ideas inside the organization Uh, you know, potentially incubate those and fund those internally as opposed to having that person leave externally with that idea. That's what large organizations are doing from an entrepreneurship perspective and trying to, uh, you know, really, um, I I think, grow the entrepreneurs in their workforce.
0: Mm, I love that as a next practice. Uh, That next generation really is creative. And uh, I didn't know that. That's great. I like that a lot. Well, I know we do also a lot of research around the topics of diversity and inclusion and uh, Kathy certainly, you know, mentioned embracing all different types of backgrounds and and empowering women for leadership roles. What does uh, some of our research reveal about women in leadership?
2: Well, there needs to be more, I guess is what our, our research reveals. Mm-hmm. Um And that should come as no surprise. Uh, Today in the C-suite, not just the CEO, but, you know, CFO, CIO, CMO, et cetera, uh, there's really less than one quarter um, of leaders in large organizations are women. And that's a shame because companies that have more women on their management teams are much more likely to achieve above average profitability um, compared with, you know, companies who have fewer women. Uh, and, you know, I think more and more organizations are beginning to, to recognize that, that they've got to, uh, to have more diversity from a gender perspective and, and also from an ethnicity perspective on their management teams. But, it's, you know, it's interesting. I, just a week ago, uh, we tweeted out a research study about the fashion industry, and in fashion you would think there would probably be more women at the top, like Kathy, uh, but it's not the case. Uh, in fact, there are, uh, only 14% of major brands are run by a female executive in the fashion industry and, and fewer than half of them of, of women's wear brands have a female designer at the helm. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, it's a, a problem that exists not only, you know, across the board, but even in the industry, Kathy's in.
0: Wow. There's definitely something wrong with that picture. (laughs) The women that's wearing the fashions, creating makeup and all that good stuff.
1: Boy, yeah, Yeah, that that just blows me away. I'm totally, totally surprised by that.
0: And you mentioned Kevin about women uh, and and profitability having an impact on on the bottom line. What think that think that that's all about?
2: Well, we we've seen that um, diversity of thought. When you get a lot of um, you know different experiences, different ways of looking at things, that's generally good for an organization. And we've seen uh, boards of directors that have more diversity on the boards, those are generally higher performing organizations uh, than those that have more homogenous boards. And so the same holds true for the executive team in that organization. And, and that's really what it all boils down to is are you getting, you know, the right opinions, the, uh, you know, the right insights and innovation into your organization? Um, you know, some of this also uh, is occurring from a, a pay and equity standpoint as well we're finding that companies just aren't paying women uh, as much as they're paying men uh, in in these roles. And even in the fashion industry, um, there's a, a gender inequality from a pay perspective. We've recently done a, a big report on that. And, um, you know, I think the more and more organizations that uh, wake up to the fact that they have some inequalities from a pay perspective, from a representation perspective, Uh, They're going to find that they're going to be more innovative, creative, um, and really just more in tune with their – likely in tune with their customer base as well, no matter what industry they're in.
1: Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. You know, you made note of the fact right at the very beginning about just please, thank you, just so courteous and so kind in just her value system. Uh, So let me ask you this, Kevin. Kathy Ireland Worldwide, as she mentioned, most uh, selective on who they partner with so that they make sure that they do align themselves with their value system. So I was kind of curious, first of all, is this a common practice for organizations today? And secondly, what can you share about what high-performing organizations are actually doing to make sure the companies they're doing business with are value-centric?
2: Well, I think it's common practice with high-performing companies, uh, Scott, you know, I think those organizations uh, generally have a very clear purpose, and they have very clear values that the organization follows. Uh, and there's no confusion amongst the workforce, you know, what the purpose, what the values are. And uh, they try to, as much as they can, make sure that their partners are holding to those same those same values. That's not always easy. Uh, and I think in today's day and age, particularly in light of the Me Too movement, uh, it's more and more important to try to pick organizations that have those values. We're seeing on a pretty regular basis, uh, you know, senior executives be called out um, in that Me Too movement. We're seeing market caps take significant cuts. Uh, We're seeing ethical violations uh, in various industries. And so I think more and more people are are conscious of this and uh, companies who want to excel are trying to make sure that the partners they pick really have the same ethics and values and purpose
1: that they do. Yeah, understandable, understandable.
0: Yes, and and talent, I think people coming into the workplace are also looking for those types of companies as well that have a strong value-centric uh, system or culture. And Kathy has built an entire brand around her name that is synonymous with high-quality fashion, home merchandise collections that are very uh, unique, aspirational, they're relatable, and very affordable And so she's also successfully built an effective employer brand and talent brand in what she calls her team as a business family. Who wouldn't want to work in that environment? It's very similar to what we have at I4CP, actually. So what are... um, The one or two most effective elements or or actions needed to ensure success in talent branding today, and maybe I can ask you this, which companies are doing a great job of talent branding, and how are they approaching it?
2: Well, this whole issue of employer brand or talent brand is even more critical today than it has been in the past, because essentially we're at uh, just zero unemployment or full employment right now, uh, and it's never been a you know more of a a, you know a market for the employee um, than it is today so if an employee finds themselves in an organization where you know they don't feel like it's right for them it's not that hard for them to find another organization (laughs) uh, to uh, to be employed at and so the branding part of that becomes critical for organizations they want to make sure that their purpose and their values is very evident externally And I think many organizations are putting a lot of effort into this. Uh, You're seeing companies that have suffered from an employer brand like a Wells Fargo or an Uber spend millions of dollars on TV ads to try to repair their employer brand. But you're also seeing other organizations um, uh, go above and beyond uh, to make sure that uh, future employees can see what benefits they'd get. Uh, I'll call out McDonald's for one and Walmart for another that have put hundreds of millions of dollars into education programs, and they're showing um, employees coming into the organization that if you wanna further your education, whether it's finish your high school diploma or uh, get a college degree, et cetera, we're gonna help pay for that. So we're seeing a lot of effort being put into that. We're also seeing uh, companies uh, willing to pay off student loans uh, to incoming employees, all in an effort to attract them to the organization. But the education part is is critical. I think a lot of people coming into a company, they want to know that they're going to grow. They want to know that they're going to learn something long term. And, and uh, that whole learning culture aspect, I think, is uh, a really important one for uh, for many companies who want to attract the right type of employee.
1: All right. Sounds mm-hmm. like a deal. I wish we had more time, as we always tell you, Kevin. Kevin Oaks, CEO of I4CP, the Institute for Corporate Productivity, as always. Thanks for your great wisdom. We appreciate it, and your friendship for sure. Thanks, Kevin.
2: Thank you. Well, and thank you to both of you.
1: All right. Sounds good. Angel, another great day, and our thanks to Kathy Ireland as well. So, Definitely. our our thanks to all of you, and as we always remind you here on Leading the Way, live your life by leading the way. Till next time, I'm Scott Murray.
0: And I'm Angel Carlton.
1: So long, everybody. Bye-bye.